Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Welcome to Wheels Off, a show about the messy reality of the creative life. I'm Rhett Miller. That's when it got wheels off. We started up and we ain't gonna stop. Oh, sound like you like it or not. That's when it got wheels off. Silvia Barban is the chef and owner of Larina Pastificio e Vino in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. She grew up in northern Italy, and she moved to New York in 2012. Only a couple of years after moving to New York, she became an executive chef at Aita in Brooklyn. And in 2016, she competed on season 14 of the Bravo television series Top Chef. She has a lot of fans, well beyond Fort Greene, because of the TV show. But she's beloved in Brooklyn. And she and I uh, became acquainted in Montana at the Paws Up Resort. We had both been flown in to be whatever guest entertainers. She put on a cooking display and cooked a show. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> a course. She, sh- she showed people what it looked like when a master chef cooked. And it was incredible to watch. And the food tasted, obviously, out of this world. And it turned out that she is just a really bright, and I don't mean that in the sense that she's smart, which she clearly is, but she's like bright, like a beam of light. Sylvia is a very positive, enthusiastic, happy, excited, excitable human being. And when I listened to her speak. And when I got the chance to talk with her, it occurred to me that she would be a perfect guest for Wheels Off. I did have some concerns about having a chef on the show because for one thing, I don't understand anything about food preparation. (laughs) But for another thing, you know, cooking is such a, it's a different kind of art. But I think once you hear our conversation... You will agree with me that what she does is very much art and that the perspective she has on it is really beautiful and useful and fascinating. So please enjoy on Wheels Off, Silvia Barbar. Welcome to Wheels Off, Silvia Barban. Thank you. Grazie mille. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. This is great. Where, so where are you right now? Uh, I'm home right now. I'm in my home in uh, in Brooklyn. Um, yeah, I'm here. It's kind of a crazy time, but just uh, cooking and doing our best to lift it up our soul. I know, right? So you are able to be open. Yeah. So we. I have a restaurant in Brooklyn. It's called Larina Pastificino, and. Uh, it's in Fort Greene, and uh, we actually never close. Wow. Day. 
we always stay open during the pandemic. Um, when they said like the restaurant needs to be closed, nobody like, you know, there was the lockdown basically. Uh, my my heart just broke in thousand pieces because I have to you know let go of so many employees that I know they couldn't get um, in unemployment as like difficult situation. And so after that, we just stay open the whole quarantine, and uh, we basically have a little market in the restaurant. So instead of be on the back, we just put it right on the front, so like people can see it. And like we have a lot of people come, and they will buy fresh pasta, sauces, anything they will need for like you know there was like a shortage of flour. Yeah. And so we'll sell that one, and we'll still do like to go and like I was behind the kitchen by myself like doing pasta, fresh wow. pasta and cooking. So I never, never get a break. You know, like so many people are like, oh, quarantine. You know, I didn't know what to do. I was like, <laughs> could I come to Lorena? <laughs> I bet the community was so grateful that you were open. Yeah. I mean, one of the reasons why we kept open is because, you know, we are a neighborhood restaurant. And so I know a lot of family and a lot of people. And I was like, well, you know, we can give a service to these people. They're like home and like, you know, they, they need ingredients. They need things and like who doesn't need fresh pasta you know yeah so that's oh why we get, we kept it open so th that that's like i'm i'm not saying that's it the, that restaurant irina is the that's your only thing like i know sometimes yeah. a chef will have multiple things going on but that's like everything for you yeah right now yeah it's like enough <laughs> yeah it sounds <laughs> like it work to do <laughs> So I wonder, when you were young, did you always know that this was your calling? Did you always know you wanted to be a chef? Was there a moment when you were a kid that you remember knowing? Yeah, there is there is a moment. So my my grandmother, um, she was the one taking care of me. And uh, I was a hyper kid, like very, <laughs> like crazy one. Like they will call me, um, they, they will call me terremoto. That it means earthquake, because when I will come, I will destroy everything. <laughs> and so there was like two kind of like two things that my grandma will do to like let me cool down. And so one will be give me a glass with water and wine when I was six. You know, I'm alcoholic. I'm doing great. Never had a problem like that. My workout, you know, the old things from grandma. And then the other one was like cooking with her. So she was like, okay, sit down here on the table. Let's make food together. Let's make polenta. Let's make pasta. Let's make all the things. And so like I will cook always with her. But then unfortunately when um, I was 10, um, my grandma started to suffer of uh, stomach cancer. Mm. So when that happened, you know, I, I will spend most of the time with her. Like, yeah, we'll go to school, but then at the end of the day, I will always be with her because both of my parents will work. And so um, when she started to suffer that, then I was like, my first instinct was like, who is going to cook for everybody now? Who is going to cook dinner for my dad? Who is going to cook dinner for, like, the family? It's like every Sunday we'll, like, eat together, have a moment together. I was like, but now if grandma is sick, who is going to do that? And so then I was like, you know what? I want to do that. I want to make <laughs> people happy as like my grandma will make me happy. And so that's why it was the moment that like, I want to cook food and I want people to be happy. You know, and not just my family, just in general. 
I feel like so many times food can change your day. Like you have a horrible day. You're like, oh, everything like goes wrong. And then, I don't know, it's just say a simple thing. Maybe like, you know, your mom make you a sandwich or like just go get a bagel on the around the corner. At the end of the day, it's food and like it's delicious. You're like, wow, this is so good. Now I feel so good. And I feel like it's the same thing with music, you know? It's like, I feel terrible. And then you listen to something, you're like, remember that moment and you feel happy. And I feel like that's like the greatest gift someone can give. Is that so many times that I, sometimes I like creep on watching people like when they're eating food just to see expression because that's that's what matters at the end that people feel good about it. It must be a little bit lonely to be back in the kitchen and sending out the food and knowing it's good, but never being like for me in the before times when I could do shows, people yeah. applaud and they and I can see them and they're excited and they're clapping. But for you, you're back in the kitchen, so you got so I like that you sneak out and you watch them. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I rehire the people in the kitchen, so then I can I can still sneak out and and watch <laughs> people. <laughs> But it's just like because I wanna I wanna see the expression. I wanna see, you know, even more now. I mean, that's like one of the reasons why we kept open during everything is like it's like such a hard moment. Yeah. That is like food can help you like to go through. I know it seems silly, but that's how I feel is like is like that. I mean, why people will start to make sourdough bread uh, <laughs> like all this time, you know? <laughs> Well, I mean essential than food right we need exactly, it to live yeah. so food is life so when you're like you talk about feeding your family you're like giving them life that's so beautiful yeah oh that's well, so that's sweet that started yeah. yeah that story that's about nice. your grandma made me get choked up that was so <laughs> sweet mm. I know. she was she was great and uh yeah and like when that happened uh uh she was also making me the the best roasted potatoes ever like that's that's in my head, you know, and then I started to make the same way like she will do it. But then I would never reach that point. And then one moment when I, I felt like I was reaching that point, then I was like, you know what? I don't want to do it. I don't want to mess it up with that memory, you know? Yeah. I want to have that memory and like nothing similar because like my dad will always try to do it. I was like, <laughs> and he's like, this is not the same. He's <laughs> not a chef, but he's a great cook. Boy, and I really do. When um, I've I've gotten to watch you cook and and eat food that you've made, and it's um, it feels to me, and this is why I wanted to ask you to let me interview you for Wheels Off. It feels to me like such a creative process, like such an art form. Does it? Do you think of it like that, or is it just a job? I I think it like that. It's like I absolutely think in that way. It's like so many times like. I know some some people that work with me will be like, hey, can you make that dish? It's like, it's not that simple, you know? It's not like it's just dish. It's like behind that, there is always like a process. There is always like something behind that. It could be a memory. There could be like, I don't know, like a thought. It could be so many things that like when someone just say like, oh, yeah, just make one dish. Just do it like that, right? It's like. Well, I don't want to actually. I wanna have like something to say with that dish, you know. I wanna I wanna tell a story with it. I wanna people to understand where is this coming from. And like sometimes people don't understand that, but like I try to do it. 
you know, it's like coming from Italy. There's so many things that I I have with me, like my luggage of experience in Italy that then I just want to share that with other people and make them feel like, oh, like now I feel like, I don't know, that time they went to Venice to have a coffee, you know? I feel like can 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 transport you there as well. It's funny that is something that comes up on almost in almost every one of these conversations is the idea that when something is done for commerce or with the idea of making money in yeah. your mind, it it all it ruins it. And so for you to describe, like even with making a dish, you don't want to. It has to. You have to want to. You. It has to mean something. That's yeah. so beautiful. I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there is always like a thought, a thought behind. I mean, sometimes it could be like a less storytell thought, but there is always like something is like, I don't know, I just want to marry two things together. It could be a memory that maybe I even forgot about it, you know? It could be something that you eat, a, I don't know, during a vacation. But like, yeah. I, I always find uh, um, a connection. I always want to have a connection with, with what I make. And it's funny because now I'm thinking of all the stories I've heard of chefs who act like rock stars, like yeah. who are very volatile and emotional. And I'm not saying that you're like that, but but now that you explain it like that, it, it makes sense to me because it it is it's very emotionally driven. Yeah, I love that. So. So I wonder about this, something that is emotionally driven and something that comes from the heart. Um, and I can't even imagine like the the what you must have gone through in your life to get to where you are. You're not just in Fort Greene um, with your own restaurant and, and people that, you know, look up to you so much. But with yourself, I wonder about the things that make it hard for you to, to do what you do, like the obstacles inside yourself. Yeah. Is that something that you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis? And how do you deal with it? I always, I have to, I mean, like, just like now, like this thing that like broke my hand, you know, it's like, I'm like stressing out about work. He's like, who is there? Like, how I'm going to do in this month? How I'm going to cook? So for the listeners, Sylvia got hit by a car on her bike in Fort Greene, Brooklyn, and they didn't stop. So it hit you one, two, three times and it broke yeah. your pinky on your right dominant hand. Exactly. Ugh. The hand uh, needs to work with knives and other stuff <laughs> to make food. How, um, but how yeah. are you coping? I'm how are sorry. you dealing with it? Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm still like because I have also a leg problem right now, like just swollen and stuff like that, you know. So I took a week off, and uh, but probably this weekend I'm gonna go back to work. I tried to chop some stuff with my left hand. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I was like, well, maybe that's uh this is an opportunity. You see, like like that. It's like maybe this is an opportunity for me to learn how to chop with the left hand. I mean, you. I, I feel like I, also because I have so many people that expect something from me, uh, I always need to find the, the other side of the story. So it's like, yeah, I broke this one. So now I'm going to do is like difficult to like stand up. It's like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. But you always try to do that. And I feel like it took me a week, for example, to, to do that. But I feel like I'm in the right path now. 
Yeah. There is always something happening. We just, and I feel like in the kitchen is even more. It's like every day there is a problem. <laughs> but what else? Like we cannot stay there and like just talking about continually about the problem. We just need to try to fix it. I love that. So, so for you, it's, it's, I guess what I'm hearing you say is that instead of letting the problem stop everything down, you yeah. just have to keep moving and find a way through. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like we cannot stay and like keep thinking about this problem. There's so many that because I feel like that's how you you also think in a kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's like during service, I don't know. It's like um very stupid example. I don't know if I can say that word, but it's, no. like, <laughs> but it's like I don't know, like the tomato sauce finished. You're like, ah, oh, what we're we gonna do? The tomato sauce finished. It's like well, just go grab a pen and let's do it. And I feel like that's like the way that I'm trying to do in my life as well. Is like there is like that's the problem, but we need to find a, a solution for that. Um. So I know that uh, like a big part of the story that people tell about you, um, and I don't know if in your mind it's as big a part of the actual story, is the TV show. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I wonder like what, what was that? Because I know that's not that is a weird thing that isn't you in your restaurant. That's you in a TV studio dealing with a whole other thing. How was that for you? And how has it been dealing with sort of the fallout from that? The after? Yeah. So the TV show was actually one of the best, you know, experience ever. Like, uh, I feel like I met so many great people thanks to that. And I met like so many chefs great chefs that also like made me grow so much and very fast in these years um i had like the opportunity to do so many events and like because you do events and you're not in your little kitchen that you can see so many more things you can explore new flavor you can you have like the opportunity that i didn't have before um and the show just i literally changed like my also like i feel like changed myself like I, i felt like i grow from that even if it was like one month, but it was like so intense, actually two months, so intense that like make you like I finished and I was like, I feel like I'm another person, you know, because you share also two, these two months with these people that you never met. And then at the end of those two months, I felt like I knew them forever. Was like those traumatic experiences that you have with people and you're like, oh, now we are like best friends. Because we went through so like this difficulty time that now like I feel like we know each other since forever, and uh, and that brought me yeah that brought me a lot on my plate. I feel like I change and I feel like I grow up and like just like about food too. It's like seeing those people because I was also the younger one, so see all those people like cooking and like how they will do things. It just like my knowledge it was so much more and i found out so many more things and it was just beautiful and i always like grateful for that experience uh, i imagine my impression of you is that you're a very um open positive person which which explains why i think you would do so well like with the group of people on the show or um or in in a kitchen like at your restaurant and and so i start imagining that you 
collaborate well with people. You you work well with other people. It's almost like being in a band, you know, for, yeah. for me, like I love the other people part of it. And so I wonder for you and your restaurant and you've brought in the people that you want to cook and the people that you want to work with. And how much is that a part of it? The collaboration, the working together? Yeah, I I really like, like, I'm, yeah, I'm not the person that's be like, I'm going to do just my own thing. I like to be around people. And I feel like I you learn so many things every day, no matter what. Like, you will never be, I don't think you will never be the best. There is always something to learn. So the fact that, like, I can collaborate with other people, like, so many times that before, like, before COVID and everything, like, I will bring like my friends over and like cook at the restaurant. Um, and just like you see like different uh, sign, you're like, oh, I should do this dish in this way maybe. Because you just see like something else from that person, you know. Um, I, I'm always open to like talk and just be like with other people because I feel like there is so much to absorb from other, um, from other chefs and from other talents. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm always the one up to, like, be, let's do everything together. <laughs> it's more fun not yeah. to be alone. Okay, so I wonder if um, you, this is the 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 big final question, because I feel like everything, you've given me so much advice that I feel like would be useful to people who are not just chefs or even not just artistic, but to all sorts of people. I wonder if you were to meet a 21-year-old version of Silvia Barban, if you were to meet yourself but in today's world, what advice might you give yourself? In today's world? Today's world is pretty messy, huh? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Today's world, um, I mean, just like the, the thing that I was just saying, just like be open. I feel like with... With everything is happening, it's like even uh, harder to be open with other people because we are always afraid like something is happening and there is like so many obstacles. And I know like be open sometimes can uh, uh, like some people can take an, take advantage of you, uh, but at the same time, be open helps you to see the world in another way and helps you to absorb the positive things and the negative things and then you just need to grow and like understand uh, what you need to keep around and what not i like that it would be easy to be afraid um about what might happen the bad things and so then you close yourself off to all the good things yeah i love that where where were you when you were 21 like where were you working where were you in your career 21, I was working a Michelin uh, a star restaurant in uh, in Italy. Wow. And then at 20 and then at 23 I came here. Wow. By myself. I can't even it's so brave. I I can't even imagine a 23-year-old kid moving from your home country to the US. That that must have been was was it scary or were, did you just feel excitement? Uh I was very excited actually. I was just very excited. I was just, I loved New York. I came here for vacation and like, I just started to love it so much. And then I lived here for like three months and uh, I supposed to do just, um, just a consulting. So it's supposed to be just three months. And then after those three months, I was like, I just had so much adrenaline in me. It's like, I just love to be here. Like my parents and probably my mother just 
I feel like last week she was like, "Oh yeah, it's good that you're there." But like today, like but like after the accident, is like, "No, I, I, you should be home." Oh. Like, ah, finally, after nine years, she said that <laughs> she already oh. changed her mind after the accident. <laughs> I know, I know, it's so scary. Yeah. How long? How long before your finger gets better? Uh, well, I'm actually getting surgery next week. Oh, Sylvia. I know. Mm. Today they told me that. This morning I went to the hospital and they told me that I need to get surgery. And then they think like a month. Okay. How does a that month, make you? A month like to finish the surgery kind of thing. They need, I need to do um, physiotherapy. Yeah, physical therapy. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. That's That's a really tough thing. That's why I need to learn how to chug with a left hand. Well, there you go. And I, I like that you're finding the silver lining, the positive, you know, solution. Yeah. I mean, it. there's nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't well, change my hand. I know. Well, I, I can't wait till I can get to Fort Greene and come to the place. I'm sure by then your hand will be healed and you'll be all better. Yeah. But I'm really I'm really grateful that you talked to me today. Thank you so of much. Course. Thank you so much for having me. It was it was great to to talk with you. And uh, I'm is it was just amazing, you know. It's not so many times you have the opportunity to just sp spread your voice and like just let you hear. Yeah. Like in these days it's difficult like people to listen to you, you know. Well, and I do feel like, um, well, you're the first chef that I've spoken to in the two years since I've been doing this. And I do feel like so much of what you say echoes, sounds like the things that I hear from songwriters and novelists and comedians. It really is such a creative art. And I, I feel like so much of what you said today is really useful. So thank you very much. Thank you so much. All right. Take care, Sylvia. Get better. Yes, for sure. Okay, bye. Bye bye. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Wheels Off. Please be sure to rate and review the show on iTunes. That helps us appear higher in the search results and lets other folks know that it's a cool podcast to listen to. Also, as the kids say, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere else that you listen to shows like this so that you never miss an episode. This has been Wheels Off, and I'm Rhett Miller, encouraging you to create every day. Thanks, y'all. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out.